Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the games begin. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday, everyone's favorite day of the week. Welcome back, Fun and Gains family. It is good to be chatting with you again in season three of this podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day or you had an amazing day if you're listening to this later on. I love seeing everybody share this podcast everywhere and just see all the different places that you guys are listening in your car, on the way to work, in the gym, while you're cleaning and everything. So thank you so much for being here and being a part of this amazing family. With it being the new year, I really wanted to kind of dive back into these beginner basics and I thought it would be so helpful to have a beginner's guide to the gym podcast episode, a place where you can go and listen if you're new going to the gym, you don't know where to start, like this is this will be a fantastic place for you to learn a lot of information about it or even if you're going to the gym, you need a little bit of help, maybe some motivation, maybe some encouragement, this episode will also help you. Feel free to share this to anybody who maybe you're a good gym goer, but you have a friend that's a little bit insecure or scared about going to the gym. Send this to them. Anybody who asks, go ahead and share this. I just feel like this can be such a good place for us to run to when it comes to learning about the gym. And maybe it's been a while since you yourself have gone to the gym. So this will also just give you a refresher, help you feel a little bit more comfortable, confident when it comes to the gym. The Fun and Gain segment of this podcast is going to be quick this week. This is just kind of a highlight I've had from the week that I like to share just to give you guys a little bit of an inside scoop of what's also going on, weekly update, you know, just fun chit-chat stuff. So I wanted to talk about the past week of workouts because the last week of workouts have been so good. I don't know what it is. I think, okay, I just, <laughs> it has been so long since I have felt good in my body seriously going through so many different hormonal changes going through two pregnancies then surgery you know all the hormones coming down after the pregnancy it does weird things to your body I have not felt like I've been in my body for seven months like it I just haven't felt like it. it has been such a huge disconnect and it's been really challenging for me but this past week was the first week in so long that I was like, wow, I feel good. And I feel like you guys, even on Instagram, you can tell 
I just feel like I am back and I just want to scream. I'm like, let's go. I'm feeling so good. Two weeks ago, I even tried to do what was it? Incline press. I was struggling with 35s. And then this week I hit 40s for six again. And I was like, I'm getting back there. I'm just feeling so much better in my body. And I am so grateful that I pushed through so many uncomfortable days in the gym, so many uncomfortable moments in my body and my skin because I knew I had the hindsight. I said, I know if I keep showing up, someday I will get there. And I feel like I have finally come to this place and I have gotten there and it feels amazing. It is so difficult though on those days where you simply don't feel good, you don't want to show up to the gym. You don't want to go. You feel uncomfortable. Your workouts are a little bit trash. It is so hard to get started and it is so discouraging, but you will eventually get to the point in place and time where you're like, you know what? I actually feel good. I actually feel like I can do this. And that is like life changing. You just start feeling so good again. So I just want to encourage you if you're going through that really uncomfortable phase, you are just struggling with your workouts in the gym, you're struggling with how you feel about yourself, you're struggling with coming back from an injury, coming back from pregnancy, whatever it is, stick through it. You will thank yourself. It will be so worth it and you will feel so proud and so rewarded for getting through it. Side note, it is January 11th at 11, 11 a.m. And I am like geeking out right now because it's 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1 on my computer right now. <laughs> so if that isn't a sign of what I just said, it's a sign for you. It is because we've got ones across the board. This is your year. This is your time. Stick through those hard times. You are going to feel so much better in the gym. And truly, like, even for school crushers, I was doing 30. I'm like, oh, this is too late. I need a 40. The 40 was taken. I hit. 50s. I'm like, what? I'm doing 50s for school crushers again? I mean, it has been like two years since I've done that. I just feeling good, putting that energy out there, telling you, motivating you, letting you know that you've got this and it's going to be such a good month. Let's go. So, I mean, if you aren't just absolutely amped for the gym right now, <laughs> then you are going to be after this episode. I'll tell you what. Beginner's Guide to the Gym. I'm stoked. I've got a bunch of good bullet points for you. I've got five main big ones and lots of sub points into that. I was like, how is the easiest way that I can break down the gym to help you with what you might be going through? And I'm really trying to think back to beginner, like beginner, beginner. The first one is going to be shopping for a gym. Did you know that you can a lot of times take a tour of a gym or even test out a gym before you sign up? Each gym, especially commercial gyms, now that I've been in this for a while, all have a different vibe. LA Fitness has a certain vibe. Vasa has a certain vibe. EOS has a certain vibe. The vibes around here have a certain vibe. Lifetime Fitness, Planet Fitness, every single gym has a vibe and kind of a demographic that go to that gym. And it's important that you're matching yourself to the gym. If you have that luxury of having kind of multiple gyms in the area, I know that's not something everybody has, but if you do, before signing up for a gym, test a bunch out. Just go in, walk in. You can simply ask for a tour during the time that you would typically go to the gym and see the crowd, the type of people you will be working out with. 
that's kind of cool. That's something that if you're a beginner, you might not know that. And that can really help you ask a lot of questions during that tour so you can see what's available. You can also ask what are the peak hours of the gym. And if you don't know what peak hours are, that's where the gym is the most busy. So make sure you gather all of the inside tea before you officially sign that contract because a lot of gyms also make it so impossible to cancel. Genuinely, I've had two gyms before, Equinox and The Edge Fitness. I had to prove that I had moved. I could not cancel. So I was stuck in that contract. I finally luckily got out of them because Equinox promised to open up a kid care and they never did. So I was like, you better cancel my membership. I signed up with this promise and this never happened. And so finally, like they they would cancel it, but I had to mail a package to my mom with my name on it so that they could upload that in their system. Like they could not override that. And I was like, you guys are ridiculous. People should be able to come and go as they please. I do not agree with that, but I I'm like, oh, but the business I understand is probably a decent business model, but no, I really do not agree with that whatsoever. So go ahead, shop, make sure you really join a gym that you like if you do have that luxury. I know some people live in small villages and stuff and you might not have that luxury. You might just have one small gym you can go to, but there's also a lot of different price points. I know some gyms are definitely more affordable like EOS and Planet Fitness are like $10 a month. Some places you can get $15, $20 a month. There's some that are $50. Private gyms can be up to $75 to $100. Like there's a huge range. So never feel pressured to sign up at the first gym. You know that those are salespeople and they're really going to try to push and lock you in. Oh, I have this perfect special deal that if you sign up today, you're going to get X, Y, and Z for free. And they just really try to nail you. They're doing their job. Like no shame on that. They are 100% doing their job. They're doing a great job at it. But I just want you to never feel pressured and you have time and the ability to think about what you want when it comes to a gym. Another thing to consider when you're gym shopping is what are you going to use it for? Are you interested in a sauna? Are you interested in a pool? For me, one of the big things is having a kid zone. So a gym that has a well-staffed, reliable place that Vinny can play if we, Darian and I, ever want to work out together. So we are very lucky and we have found one that we trust and love and they have a huge play area, like a whole you know, like the nostalgic Chick-fil-A or McDonald's play places with like the slides and the cubbies and like all the fun stuff. This gym has one of those. Vinny loves it. Almost every day he asks to go. And some days I'm like, we're not going to the gym today. He's like, I want to go to gym play place. Please, mom, please, mom, can we please go to gym play place? And sometimes he'll just wake up and ask to go. And I'm like, they're not even open right now. Like he loves it. And to me as a parent, that means a lot that you know, I can get my hour workout in. He's getting an hour playing and being social and having a lot of fun. There's also Lifetime has a pretty good kid zone where they're pretty active with the kids. Um, and where's the other one? Edge Fitness has like a basketball core, but there's a lot that you can find that if you are a parent and you're trying to find something, it's extremely difficult. The first time that, you know, you leave your child with somebody, like I know that that can be really difficult. And that's something where I definitely had a hard time until Vinny was old enough to communicate or I could tell, you know, I just want to make sure he's safe and okay. He's always my number one priority, obviously. But now that he's older and he can speak for himself and 
you know, stand up for himself. I'm like, yeah, let's go. We He's feeling, we're feeling really good about that. So kid care, that's another big thing. Um, some people love to do basketball, cycling classes, Pilates, yoga. A lot of gyms will offer those kind of classes. Or some people want to have a separate Pilates or yoga or a cycling studio as opposed to their gym. They really just want the weights. Maybe you're into functional fitness. You want to make sure that they have all the type of equipment that you want, like boxes, battle ropes, bozu balls. It's just important to look around and see what gyms offer and never feel like you need to be locked in before you sign a contract unless if it's truly like a month to month and they're really chill about it. So that is definitely something that I wanted to speak my piece on and let you know because I'm like, oh, this is something that as a beginner, beginner, you've never had a gym membership or it's been a while. Those are some good things to think about. The second one is going to be to prepare before going to the gym. There's kind of a lot when it comes to this one, but I feel like this is a very important stage when it comes to your first going to the gym. There's a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty. You're a little bit nervous, but it is typical to be nervous before you're doing something new. That is a very normal response in the body, especially if you're going to the first day at a new school, you're doing the first day at a new job, the day before your wedding, like you're you're going to be nervous. It's okay. Obviously, you're going to be more nervous during those things than you are as the first day going into the gym. But I'm just letting you know that those feelings are normal. They are natural and it is okay. It's kind of good and rewarding to learn about yourself and how you can push through those feelings in order to conquer them and become, you know, self-mastery, become a master of yourself and show yourself that you can push through hard and uncomfortable times and feelings and show up for yourself, especially if it's something that you're really keen on. So when it comes to preparing before going to the gym, it's really helpful to pick a time so that you can make a routine out of this. It is so much easier to have that routine, have the habit, make it a commitment and easily settle into the routine. That way your mind and your body, you know, hey, these four days a week after work, I'm going to the gym or these three days a week before I go to work, I'm going to the gym, whatever that routine looks like for you. When you are picking a time, you can consider the peak hours. And again, that's when the gym is the most popular. Unfortunately, a lot of people are working nine to fives or seven to threes. So there are some hours that are typically more busy because that's when a mass of people are getting off work and then they can go to the gym. So if you can avoid those, that's always helpful, but it's kind of almost unrealistic. I will say in the morning, the crowd is definitely more mature because Not as many people are willing to wake up early and sacrifice that sleep to hit the gym versus after work around 4.30 to 5, the gym normally has a huge peak until about 7.30 because that's when most people are getting off of work and going to the gym. But also, as you keep going, you get more comfortable because you realize, oh, these are the same group of 20 to 30 people that come every day and now I'm one of them and we just all coexist, get our workout done and then we leave because we're all trying to become better versions of ourselves. So it's intimidating at first glance, but once you keep going, you're like, oh, I know. (laughs) You're like, I know all these people. Do I know them? No, but I see them every day at the same time, which is actually really cool. Another great way to prepare is to book a class. So I know a lot of gyms will have yoga classes or HIIT classes, early morning, you know, cardio, kickboxing, something, anything like that. And booking a class is a great sense of commitment because you have committed to that already. You have that plan. You're going to the gym. You're going to do a class. And again, that can also help you start getting into the gym, getting into a routine. Maybe you don't want to go into the huge weight section yet, but that's still a good way where you can get movement. You're going to a gym. You're finding a sense of 
community, you're working out with other people, and those can be really fun and rewarding. I always remember it's always fun to go to classes every once in a while because then you become friends with other people in the gym community that you go to. I just haven't been to a gym that has good classes that I've wanted to go to for a while, but I do remember back when I first started, I would love to do those because sometimes I didn't want to have to write my own workout. It was nice to have somebody else write the workout, lead me through it, give me cues, and kind of teach me how to work out live and in person with a group of other people. So it's very uplifting. And then later on, I could even take some of those workouts, do it for myself. And that's just kind of a good way to learn and an introductory way to be introduced into the gym is booking a class. You can also, you know, instead of doing a full gym membership, maybe this is something where you're really interested in Orange Theory really interested in. I know they have, there's so many, it's like F45, they have Soul Cycle, Cycle Bar, Pilates. There's just a huge wide variety of ways you can sign up for classes. Oh, I actually, I know of this thing called Class Pass. And I believe that if you join, you can kind of try out a lot of classes around the area and get a vibe for what studios you like, what instructors you like, because that's another big thing is enjoying the instructor that you're going to have for the next 45 minutes to an hour. So check out ClassPass too. And I know that that is really nice for like people who are in college or want to have kind of a wide variety of different groups. You don't want to just do Orange Theory, but maybe you want to do Pilates, Orange Theory, and yoga. And you can do a little bit of all of that on this thing called ClassPass. A third way to help prepare you for the gym is deciding what to wear. Now that might seem a little bit silly and I don't I don't know people might make fun of you caring for what you look like in the gym it's not about what you look like to other people it is about how you feel and something that you need to know is you need to feel your best in the gym especially if you're already walking into a situation that is making you a little bit more anxious you're a little bit more uncomfortable wear something that you're going to feel comfortable and confident in period I've had so many workouts where I Honestly, it hasn't been so many, but I have had workouts before where I feel so uncomfortable in what I'm wearing. I'm more focused on that than my workout. Then instead of focusing on having a great workout, I'm focused on, oh no, like I feel so insecure. I don't like what I'm wearing. I feel silly. And it just adds to the whole spiral of you're already kind of in a freaked out headspace. Why not be as comfortable and confident as you can in what you're wearing to the gym? And then one day, once you feel comfortable, you can spice it up. And like, you don't have to be rocking shorts and a sports bra the first day you walk into the gym. You can literally wear a full sweatsuit. You can wear anything you want. It doesn't have to be new. Like, just feel free to show up how you are in whatever is going to make you feel confident and you feel comfortable because nothing ruins a workout more than being too focused on how you look instead of focusing on that actual workout. And you might even leave early. If you are not in that right headspace and you're like, well, this is just the last thing. Like, I feel like people are looking at me. I'm already so uncomfortable. That's it. I'm out. And we want to keep you in the gym. We want to keep you committed to your workouts, whatever that is. So good thing to think about is deciding what to wear ahead of time. That way, when it is time to go to the gym, it is that much easier to step out, walk out of that door and drive yourself to the gym because the hardest part is getting there. And once you're there, I feel like it's a little bit easier, even if you're just walking on the treadmill for a second. It's so much easier once you're physically there. The fourth way to prepare is on what to bring to the gym. You might be thinking, okay, I feel like people always have these gym bags, but like what on earth is in their gym bag? I have no idea. I feel like there are three basics 
that go for everyone. That's a water bottle, that is your phone, and some sort of headphone. Those are the three staples and the three things that I feel like that's all you need. Bare minimum, something to drink water out of, some good music, so you'll need headphones and your phone, like period. That is what bare minimum you need. Now, if you're going early in the morning, you've got to think about your whole checklist. Are you going to shower before work there? Do you have time to head home and shower? What's that situation look like? You might need to bring shampoo, conditioner, a towel, you know, your whole makeup, skincare kit, or whatever that is. You need a change of clothes. Definitely. That would be good to do before work. So you might have to think and plan and prep ahead of time. Pack that always the night before. That way in the morning, it's so much easier to pick up your packed bag and head out the door. Once you're more comfortable in the gym or feel like you are ready to even pack more in a gym bag, some things that I would add could be a resistance band, a warm-up band, and probably a hip thrust barbell pad. That's kind of nice to have your own. Sometimes gyms don't have those and you can't really do hip thrust without them because you need protection for your pelvic bone. So that is really nice if you have your own. That way you always know you have one with you. It's nice not to have to share. And sometimes my gym simply doesn't have them. So I'm like, well, can't do hip thrust today. And that can be a little bit of a bummer. So those are other things that you could add to your gym bag that would be helpful. I am definitely more of a minimalist. I feel like some girls would be like, you need extra hair ties, chapstick, deodorant, um, like perfume or spray or something in their gym bag, an extra pair of shoes or, you know, feminine products. For me, it really is just phone, headphones and a water bottle. But that's me, minimalist, when it comes to going to the gym. If you have seen my gym bag recently, it is that little bag and that's all I bring. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try 
try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OseaMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. The fifth way to prepare before going to the gym is preparing your workout. This is, again, one of the most important things that you can do for yourself to set yourself up for success when it comes to the gym. If you're doing a class, great, you've already prepared, you've booked that, you know what you're doing. If you are showing up and you're just magically hoping to have an idea for a workout, you know, you're new to the gym, you probably don't have an idea of what to do, figure that out before you get there. So you can do this by watching YouTube videos. You know, I always have to say like, try to have them be somebody who knows what they're talking about when it comes to workouts. But I feel like there's a lot of people that know what they're talking about. So that's really good. There's a lot of good information out. You can do YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, wherever you like to find workout videos. Those are always so helpful. People post their workouts for free. I do all the time and always feel free to use those. Another one is you can use a fitness app. But again, if you're new, I don't know how invested into this you are yet so you might not want to pay money for something but if you are looking to up your game I also do have an app where I have full programs four-week programs some six-week programs and those are honestly fantastic there's a seven-day free trial so you can always go ahead and try that I'll put that in the show notes but I have so many programs there for you to choose from for whatever your goals are all the way from body weight beginner dumbbell only You've got some strength-based ones, Shred, Beginner Gym, Advanced Gym, programs focusing on your glutes. So there's a wide variety over on there. But if you're new, you're most likely looking for something looking the least amount of intimidating for you. So online, there are a lot, which can be really beneficial just to help get you started. And the reason why knowing what you're going to do before you go to the gym is because you're going to avoid that struggle of looking clueless. I know a lot of people get embarrassed and that's what they're thinking. They're overthinking like, I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to look lost. I don't want to, everybody's trying to avoid the embarrassment, right? We're in a public setting. Everybody seems to know what they're doing. I don't want to be the one who looks like they don't belong there. I don't want to be the one who sticks out like a sore thumb. I don't want to be the one who's embarrassed. So having as much preparation and knowing what you're going to do for your workout is going to give you so much confidence you're going to walk in you know your first five exercises you're going to do them you're going to knock them out you're going to feel good and leave the gym knowing that you had an idea you were prepared versus running around the gym trying to just look for a random free machine dilly dallying you're getting the best out of your workout when you have it planned and prepped but also i have definitely had workouts where the workout I had planned didn't work because the gym is too busy, so I just have to kind of makeshift things. It's not the best workout. I am looking around the gym like a lost puppy. It happens to me all the time, even now. Like, if the gym is really busy, I'm like bobbing and weaving and walking in and out of rooms all the time trying to check if stuff is free, and I'm like, I don't, it is what it is. Like, we're all kind of doing the same thing if it's a busy gym. 
So I also want to encourage you that you don't have to be embarrassed about that. That is a normal and typical thing in the gym is people trying to figure out where machines are, or even if you're new and it's your first time, it's okay to take it slow, walk around, and get an idea of what you're going to do. Okay, the third main thing when it comes to the gym for the beginner is kind of the layout of the gym. This is really basic and fundamental. If you've been to the gym before, this is going to be something that you're like, yeah, I pretty much already got this, but if you are new, and that's really who I'm trying to make feel really included and invited, or maybe you need a refresher, gym layout. I feel like there are four main areas when it comes to a typical gym. Again, every gym is different. Some are really small. They're only free weights or only machines. Some don't have class studios or basketball courts, like all the extra things. But I'm trying to think of like a main commercial gym I feel like has these four areas. The first is a cardio area. The second is a functional area. This typically has some kind of turf. The third is the machine area. This is just a major section of the gym packed with machines. And then the fourth is a free weight area. This is where the squat racks are, the deadlift platforms, and the dumbbells. So with the cardio area, typically there is a treadmill, you've got stairmasters, ellipticals, rowers, maybe bikes. Those are pretty much your typical things that are going to be in the cardio section and specific to there. Something if you are new to the gym, it is always great if you want to start in this area. If you are so nervous and you're trying to get to the gym or you're trying to get back there, get yourself to the gym and just go walk on a treadmill or go on a Stairmaster and just spend five to 10 minutes calming your anxiety down. Kind of get out of your headspace. Congratulate yourself on getting to the gym. Congratulate yourself on seriously overcoming any kind of anxiety that you might have had and get a lay of the land. I always love this because it really does kind of simmer my anxiety. I'm there. I'm taking action. I'm proud of myself for being there. Now let me kind of gather my thoughts, scope out the gym, have my workout planned and ready so I know exactly what I'm going to do once I get off this treadmill. That's such a good way to kind of regroup and get yourself in a good mindset. The stretching or functional area that typically has turf, this area also will have box jumps for you, battle ropes, a lot of times it has sleds, TRX bands, Bozy balls, med balls, and there is so much that you can do here. This is where I typically love to warm up. I love to warm up on the turf, give myself some movement and area to spread out a little bit. And I love to do abs like after a workout here in this functional zone or a body weight workout or a HIIT workout. I can just grab a pair of dumbbells, go to the turf in a tiny corner and crank out a workout there as well. So if you are new, that is a great thing. And a lot of times the cardio in the turf area can be connected or very close to each other so you can go on the treadmill for five to ten minutes do a quick little dumbbell circuit on that little functional turf area and you're good you don't even have to go into the weight room you don't have to walk past the machines you don't have to walk past a lot of people you can kind of have a little bit of a shy girl new girl workout in that area and I think that that can be very helpful the third area was the machines this is just like a huge grouping of machines and if it is a good gym They will have them grouped in a very thoughtful way. So sometimes if it's good, it'll be broken up into like legs and then arms and then back machines and chest machines so that it's pretty easy to navigate. When it comes to machines, I just want to say I still don't know what every single machine does. And I've been around the block quite a few times, but every once in a while, there are some really fun and spicy ones. And I'm like, what is this? If you don't know what a machine is, do not feel embarrassed. A lot of machines actually have a small picture to show you 
what muscle group it might work, and even a small demo of what the exercise does. So you can always look for the machine, try and figure out what it is, or at least hopefully it's titled where it's like, hi, ISO row or something. So you're like, okay, it's a row. It's going to be something for a back. So somehow it's going to work my back, kind of like that. I also want to say you can always ask a worker. That can be really intimidating. I know that's a hit or miss. I don't like to really talk to people or ask for things sometimes when I'm really nervous or I'm being shy. So I get that if you are that way. Other times I'm like, no, I have no shame. I'm literally just going to ask somebody. I don't need to be embarrassed about this. This is a common thing to do. So please know it is a common thing to do. You don't need to be embarrassed. And most people who work at the gym are pretty nice. Another one is you can always watch somebody before you go. So if somebody's on the machine or on something that you kind of want to use, just look at how they, you know, obviously not like staring and being creepy, but notice how they use the machine. And then you're like, okay, I got that. I'll try to duplicate that too. And it's okay if it doesn't come to you at first, keep trying. And also you can always Google it. You can literally Google the name of the machine into YouTube. And I guarantee somebody has some kind of YouTube video or TikTok about what on earth, how to use whatever machine it is that you're looking for. The last area when it comes to the gym, what I feel like most people think of when it comes to a gym is the freeway area. This is mayhem. This is where the grungy bros lift. And I know that this is where most females and even males are really intimidated because you kind of got to know what you're doing stepping in there. Like if I had never been into the gym and I thought I would walk right in and pick up a pair of dumbbells and know what to do. I don't. Like no exercises come to mind. I have no idea what to do and we typically tend to stick to what we feel comfortable with. So unless if you have gone with somebody who actually knows what they're doing and you can learn from them, that is very helpful. But you can take your time getting to the section. Like don't feel like the first day you need to go to the gym, you literally need to be squatting on a squat rack with a barbell. No, no, no. (laughs) Please do not think that that's where you need to be because it is not. You definitely can get there, especially if you want to, but there's a lot of other ways. Like if I was your personal trainer and you'd never been into the gym, body weight exercises all the time, all day, every day, and then we'd move into dumbbells whenever you feel comfortable and you've got mechanics right. And then once you pass dumbbells, then we're moving into barbells. That's kind of a good progression. Take it at your own pace. Some people progress really fast and I'm like, oh, let's go. But, you know, again, it's so hard because it's such a wide variety of people and a wide variety of different skills and everything. But again, don't feel like you absolutely need to start in the freeway area. If you really do want to start, I'd say go with a friend or somebody who knows what they're doing. This is going to help you so much physically to know what to do and also socially because you've got people to be around so you aren't as scared and your anxiety is a lot less. That's honestly how I started. I went with a group of friends in college And I felt comfortable because the guys knew what they were doing. So they would teach me. And then I was like, oh, I kind of got the hang of this. I learned what a superset was. I learned what muscle groups to work together. And I was like, oh, cool. That's how I very first started. And then, of course, became a personal trainer and know a lot more. But I started with a group of friends that was so nice. You can also, of course, always watch YouTube videos where there are tips and tricks. That's always very helpful. One other way that I thought of was a personal trainer. So you can, I feel like some gyms, not all, but give you a free test trial with a personal trainer to make sure that like you feel like you match without having to sign up or sign anything. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that's a big deal. Like if I was a personal trainer, I'd be like, I want to make sure that they're a fit. So I do like a quick consultation or a quick, you know, just get a vibe of somebody to make sure that 
you guys will work well together, but a personal trainer is a great way to also help you feel comfortable in the gym. Hopefully they're good and they'll teach you form, they'll teach you basics, mechanics, and eventually you can graduate and start doing workouts by yourself, which is always the goal. You feeling comfortable and confident, killing it in the gym. And something else I wanted to add onto this section was how I structure my workouts. I just wanted to give a quick snippet. If you are trying to create your own workouts for yourself, you're trying to do your own thing, like I love that. I am so freaking excited for you. Mine simply is a five to 10 minute warm up, typically on the turf. Sometimes I'll throw in an incline walk, but I typically don't do that anymore. I just want to get into the workout and I love doing dynamic exercises. So I'll do a five to 10 minute warm up on the turf. Then I move into free weights. So I start with compound exercises because you're recruiting the most muscles. I move into unilateral isolation exercises after that. And then I just finish with stretching, foam rolling. If I want to do abs or walking or hit, I will do it after or cardio. I will do it after or on a separate day. So that's kind of how I structure my workouts. I just wanted to throw that in there for the gym layout, you know, my workout layout. (laughs) No. Goodbye, Britt. All right. We only have two more main points left. So wanted to kind of give some words of encouragement for the guide to the gym Once you start, it gets easier. I want to put this in block letters and scream it. Just I'm screaming it in like a nice funny way, not like yelling at all. (laughs) But once you pop in your headphones and go, once you are physically at the gym, I feel like it is so much easier. Even one set in. Sometimes I'm not in the mindset. I don't want to work out. I've told you this so many times. And after I hit that first set, I've got good music. I've taken my pre-workout. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm in a groove, I'm here, and I leave feeling so much better. I can't remember a time I went to the gym and felt worse leaving it. I always feel better. It is so good for your mind and your body and your soul to take care of it. And I know that, again, the reason for a lot of the anxiety is fear, just fear in general, fear of embarrassment. And I just wanna say embarrassing things happen to everybody. Scroll on this podcast and listen to the gym stories. Because everybody has, if not one, 20 gym stories that they're like, oh my gosh, I bonked my head. I bonk my head on barbells all the time. I'm like on the squat rack. Like I have to put my hand on it to make sure I dodge it or I'll hit my hand. I'm like, come on. I've been going to the gym for how many years? and I'm still knocking my head on these, dropping weight, tripping, tripping over the deadlift platforms. Oh my goodness. Or on a leg day, I'm just like stumbling everywhere. Like it happens, okay? We are all in this together. Every That happens to everybody. And seriously, listen to any of those gym story episodes. They'll make you laugh. You'll feel a little bit better. You'll feel comfortable and just know that you are not alone. That is why I started this podcast in the first place is to make sure you don't feel alone on this journey because it is long, it is hard, and it is lonely, especially if you're trying to make these lifestyle changes. A lot of times you are the only person who is doing this and you are doing it alone and it is exhausting. Some days you don't want to feel like showing up. A lot of days you're tired, you want to sleep, and you don't want to go to that 5 a.m. workout class. You don't, but you wake up and you show up anyways, and that says so much about you as a person and as your character. So you are doing amazing, and I love hearing all of your success stories of, oh, I haven't been in months, I haven't been in years, and I went and I was so proud. I'm so freaking proud of you. This is not easy. Most people don't do this. If you are even trying, you are ahead of everybody else who is not trying. Genuinely, you are doing way better 
than you realize and I need you and want you to know that and to hear it. There will always be obstacles, but it always makes you feel better overcoming them and getting outside of your comfort zone. So always remind yourself that. And the last thing is that everybody starts somewhere. Again, it's going to be uncomfortable at first. It is going to be so uncomfortable. I have been so uncomfortable getting back into the gym. Again, I feel like it was on this podcast that I was just saying how, oh, it was, yeah, it was at the beginning of this podcast, how I've just been feeling so uncomfortable in my body, my skin. It's just something like hormonally, like I can tell I'm not who I am and I've been like searching for it. It's kind of how I, well, it's like sad because it low-key is postpartum if you are like pregnant and then you're not pregnant. I don't know what that's called like the the exit of the hormones it wasn't a full pregnant full term pregnancy or anything but still your body has to fix the uterus all the hormones are you know we don't need to go into details but like that draining of hormones is insane and it's really messed with my mentality and even my physical health like I have not felt strong I haven't felt in my body also dealing with surgery having my abdomen sliced like of course I'm so silly. I forget about that. Yeah, no, I literally had a really (laughs) intense abdomen surgery. So like recovering from that, regaining my strength in two weeks of not moving to then like finally getting up to walk. I would get so, wow, I forgot about this. I would get so lightheaded, you guys. I would seriously stand up from the couch and have such a head rush. I would literally almost pass out. Like I, well, I did lose a ton of blood, but I was so lightheaded for so long. And I remember when I first started going back to the gym, I was like doing body weight exercises. I would sit and just like move my arms up and down. I would literally practice just sitting up from a chair, standing up. Like that's genuinely where I started. And then I do some more dumbbell exercises with you know, just dumbbells sitting down and finally graduated to barbells as I was feeling a little bit stronger, took a lot of time to rest. Like I took a two week rest period in between that for Thanksgiving. And then it was nice over like Christmas break, I was able to rest more. But now I'm finally feeling strong again in my body that I've like re-inhibited my soul and my body. And I'm like, oh, I've missed this feeling. And it's something I haven't felt since May of last year. Oh my goodness. It feels so good. And I remember recovering from postpartum having those same feelings of oh I don't feel like I'm in my body I don't feel like myself and to finally feel strong and comfortable again it takes time and I want you to know that it takes time and I love the quote of it won't happen overnight but if you quit it won't happen at all I live by that I love that because that is that sums up how I felt I have just been waiting to feel good again and to feel strong again and healthy, genuinely just healthy baseline because I was sick for so long. And I just kept thinking, if I can just keep showing up, I know one day I'll feel better again. And the day has come months down the road and I know it is worth it. It has been worth it. I could not imagine if I just quit and gave up and was still sad and upset and Felt like, oh, there's nothing I could do playing victim mentality, but it's going to take time. It's going to take work. It's going to take effort. It's going to take consistency. Don't be afraid and just keep showing up. And one day you're going to just look back and say, well, I, I actually did it. I feel so much better. 
I went through it. And hopefully you've come out with new behavioral habits, new, you know, a sustainable lifestyle that you're like, this is my new way of life. I feel so much better. And regardless of everything, I'm proud of myself for sticking to my word. So that is going to wrap up today's podcast episode. I thought this was really fun and perfect for the new year. Perfect for anybody who wants to start again, who wants to start new, kind of trying to figuring out the bare bones, the basics of the gym. If this was helpful or if somebody you know needs this episode, send it to them. The more people we can help, the better. Do your thing. Keep showing up. Let me know if I missed anything over on the podcast Instagram, funandgains.podcast, and comment down there. With that being said, thank you so much for listening, you guys. I hope you have the best week. And I will talk to you all next week for some more fun and games. Bye. You are listening to the Fun and Games podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton. Thank you for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Make sure you come back next week for some more fun and games. Bye. I love you. Fun and games, funny. Bye. Make sure to call this. Bye.